Hey guys, it's uh, Andy here in another episode of the Mountain Malarkey Podcast with Dave. Hello everybody. How are we doing, Dave? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Got something a little different today. Very different, yeah. So what we've done is we realised that uh, when we do the Tuesday tune-in, over on Facebook, um, which we've been doing during lockdown, we had some comments and requests around, um, you know, not everyone's on Facebook, but people still wanted to hear about the content. There's been some great stuff. We've yeah. talked about bags. We've talked about battle of the treks. We've talked about trekking boots, mindset, fitness, loads of stuff. And we thought to ourselves, well, why don't we turn these into podcasts? Because like you said, Dave, they're, they're sitting down listening for an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, we've got a couple of, we had a couple of special guests, didn't we? We had a new head of operations over in Nepal. Yep. Uh, Lee Wardle, Ironman triathlete, um, gym owner, and all around nice guy. Um, yeah, and there's there's so much good information and good content there that, and not everybody is on Facebook or yeah can sit there and watch a video for an hour and a bit doing nothing. So yeah, this is a great format. You can do it on the go, put it in your car, listen to it. It's a bit interactive, so you're going to have seen us answer questions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, you know, but if you're listening to this, obviously, yeah. Um, and you have any questions about any of the things you hear, uh, podcast at evertrack.co.uk. Awesome, Dave. Yeah, enjoy the episode, and uh, we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah. In a world where people go trekking, who have questions about trekking, two people who go trekking are here to answer your questions about trekking. Introducing the Tuesday Tune-In, hosted by Andy and Dave. Are we live? No. As far as we know, it's live. Let's check if we're live, mate. Let's check if we're live. Are we live? Live. 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 Tackling subjects such as... Talking about good travel. Charities. Altitude. Flying. Footwear. Vaccination. Fitness. So you can make an informed decision about trips and go into them as prepared as possible. Years of expertise shrouded in top-level banter. Tune in every Tuesday at 12.30-ish. Right, hey guys, how's it going? Um, yeah, a little bit different today. We're back, Tuesday tuning. Um, this week is a bit of a crazy one, the Tupacal Takeover. Um, and it's weird, actually, I've been off for three weeks. You, you've been carrying the flame. This feels really weird. I'm not looking at you through like a, I a screen. <laughs> I like, hang on a minute, are you? He's real. I'm real, I'm real, I'm real, I'm real. Yeah, Andy, you've been away for three weeks. Um, uh, yeah. Zach, I believe, has missed over a hundred. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. that's been quite shocking. Um, obviously, I've to, I only miss one if I really have to. I mean, uh, I know. I know, yeah. yeah. I know. Anyway, yeah. Uh, we've also got Zach as well. Uh, Zach, who's, who's basically joining us. Uh, we've done the, the came on the two cal trip which we did. When was it now? Back in April. Oh gosh. April. Hey, sorry, is that May. what we've come here to talk about? It's funny. This was a two cal takeover. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, Zach is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say something. What, what month was it? April. I think, I think it was April. April. Steve, was yeah. it April? It was April, wasn't it? Yeah. Sorry, Steve's uh, behind the cameras today. Although Steve, you're looking very comfortable. Yeah. Squeezed in between the cameras. It is. If you, you could, could see what we just saw, it was Steve. <laughs> what was that movie with Catherine Zeta-Jones when she's moving through like the lasers? Oh, yeah. Um, that, no, that's not Catherine Zeta-Jones. No. Oh. I think I have Pierce Brosnan in it. Entrapment. Was it Entrapment? It was, yeah. 
I thought it was the Thomas Crane affair. Me? No, I'm sure it's entrapment. Okay. Trackers, if you're on there, welcome, welcome to today's Tuesday Tune In, where we discuss <laughs> Catherine's <laughs> Jones movies. Why do we? But no, it is cool. Yeah, it because, is cool. Uh, I'm trying to bring some comments up as well, just so I can see who's on today. Because oh, we have to always say, are we live? Even though we're, we're trying to have a little professional setup today, um, because it's uh, you know a bit of a special. We're just having a look who's on. So we got Leah, we got Laura, we got Amy. Amy, have you done any more ultra marathons lately? <laughs> uh, Tina, we got uh, Pemba, Shona, Shona, hope you're doing well. Marky V, Jerome, we got Michael Gillies, Mike, hope you're doing well. Um, Joshua and Laura, great stuff. It's great to have loads of you on um, today, anyway. And yeah, it's it's definitely going to be. So just to let you know how it's going to go. We'll have a bit of a chit chat as we normally do um, about Tupcal, and then we'll bring on the Tupcal Premier, which is called uh, Mount Tupcal First Ascent. And I wonder why it's called First Ascent. It's a good question. Zach, why is it called First Ascent? Wow. Well, well, you'll have to watch the film. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I mean, yeah, I know. Yeah. We, we pretty much threw you in the deep end, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, I guess you call me an inexperienced trekker. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's my first sort of high mountain, I guess. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it's quite the experience, which, yeah. It was. Yeah. It was really good. And, mm. um, yeah, we won't, we won't spoil the surprise no, to no. watch it. Um, but yeah, it was certainly, I mean, because we've been, I mean, two cars we started during lockdown, but we ran probably over 25, 30 groups now to, to two cal. And it's, you know, certainly been um, different because if you go in the summer to go in the winter, it's completely different, um, uh, you know, conditions and sometimes you need crampons. And we've had a few questions uh, coming on email beforehand. So we'll obviously tackle those as well. And we, we went in April and April was actually... Still pretty much winter conditions, wasn't it? It was, you know, the snow line was mm -hmm. pretty much around 3,000 metres. Tubecal lies at 4,167 metres. So there was a lot that you, you know, when you get, because we did the weekend trip, and on day two, um, you get to what they call the refuge, which is, I think it's about 3,300 metres. Um, and that's where, that's where you stay for the night uh, on your way up after a pretty beasty day. And just before you get there is when we hit the snow. Yeah. And that was like, this is cool. Yeah. As yeah. soon as you hit the snow line, it was like, wow, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would say it was winter conditions in all but the temperature. <laughs> um, That's very true. That's like, very true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was, I think my Garmin recorded 32 degrees. Um, I should yeah. say, guys, that apparently we're a little bit echoey. Oh, really? Um, but that's... Um, oh, that's okay. We can let Steve panic about that, and in the meantime, everyone can just get the joy of hearing us twice. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but no, it was, um, yeah, it was an amazing trip. Um, it is kind of interesting, actually, to, see, yeah. to go on a trip, I think, with that focus of your first time. Yeah. And kind of... At altitude. Yeah. You know, and a big yeah. peak like that. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like... It's like a high school experiment, but with your friend instead of a frog. And you're kind of like, you're kind of looking and thinking like... It's nice to be compared to a frog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but in a good... No, I, I elevated you above the frog. But yeah, Thank I said friend. Right. But um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was great though, because like, yeah. it, it, you, you take a step back and you let someone else go through the motions and you kind yeah. of get to watch it and relive a lot of what you kind of went through. Yeah. But yeah. with sort of a different eyes, different perspective and... and uh, I, I find it fascinating the whole the whole time really. Yeah. And it, I mean, it was really funny how nervous you were at certain points. I think. Yeah. Like when you first saw two pillow at the back of the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you yeah. got back on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you see on the film. Yeah. It's just. It was just to see it for the first time. was yeah. just. It was really nerve wracking. Yeah. But yeah, 
yeah, it was it was crazy. Oh well, mate, I, I gotta literally take my hat off to you. Um, <laughs> no, because it, is it? I know we threw you in the deep end. Yeah. And, you know, go into a four thousand meter peak. Mm. Whereas in the UK, you know, we've you know, you look at Ben Nevis, just over thirteen hundred meters. Mm. You know, it does seem like it's it's a big jump. But you know, with with all of our trips, um, you know, they're all high altitude. They're all difficult. They're all challenging, uh, in their own way. And I think, yeah, honestly, you know, good good on you for for going out there and. And smashing it because you mm. did you did you know you did really well yeah um, and again don't want to spoil the the, the film because i think uh, you're going to yeah. enjoy it but mm. i think the reason we we, we kind of chose and, and and you know discussing with zach around you know the first ascent and and his perspective is that you know we get a lot of ever trekkers who are solo trekkers who maybe haven't really done a lot of high altitude trekking or they haven't really done much trekking at all and we thought well maybe we can tell it from a story of someone who, who who's in that same place yeah where you know you're new to the mountains, you're new to altitude, and what was it really like for someone that's new to altitude? Yeah, you know, because we we think with Tupcal, although on a physicality level, I wouldn't say it should be a first one. <laughs> you know, I think that surprised us all. But on an altitude level, it's a really good one to actually get a, a taste of what altitude is really like. Um, yeah, and certainly if you're going on the weekender, it's it's a toughie. Yeah, it is. Um, it's a beast because it's the amount of ascent and descent in a you know a, a compact amount of time it was descent though to be fair <laughs> it, was it was a, a descent, descent trip, trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, i, I knew you're gonna do it <laughs> you are dead right i think previously in, yeah. in our videos we've always done it as part of like it's almost like a camera watching a group of people. exactly yeah yeah, yeah that does i i personally love those and i think it is really great but one thing i think it does kind of miss is that we get a lot of individual questions like yes. what's it like if i slow the group down what's it like if i this happens or that yeah. happens and i think channeling it on like one person yeah. yeah you get it's like extract of group yeah. you know yeah. you find out all those fears phobias and panics and tears and, and a little bit of callousness which we'll get to and um <laughs> <laughs> sorry <I'm just> gonna... <laughs> carl gidney says take our hats off to zach i think it's i there's well, it's not the family on there's there. i don't know how many people are watching but i think they're all gidneys no no it's great no a few people have said it not just not just the family but no jerome says was it a, a tube cow do i need to grow a beard jerome you know the answer to that um if you can collect as many rocks as you do you can grow a beard. So, uh, yeah. It's, it's just it, insulation, man, for the chin. It, yeah, that's, that's, that's my excuse. I, I, yeah, I mean, the truth is I'm just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I look like a potato. Um, but right, anyway, well, probably another 10, 10 minutes before we, we bring on the film, and then we can do like a bit of a Q&A afterwards. Yeah. But whilst, whilst we're here, you know, talking about Tupcal and, 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 you know, maybe the build-up to it, what would you say, I mean, just from a training perspective, like obviously talking to Dave and Zach now, mm. um, in the build-up to it. Now you've done it. What would you, what would you insist on doing? Would, you know, any more than normal for altitude? Would you say, or uh, would you say a similar amount? Obviously, I know it's a physical trip, but I think with the with the altitude and yeah, I think it's not that extreme. Yeah. So it is. If we're just focusing on the altitude, it's a mm. good introduction, I think, mm. to high altitude climbing and yeah, hiking and things like that. Yeah. I think in terms of the physicality of the trip, particularly if you do the shorter one, yeah. you're going to want to do a significant amount of training. I think mainly yeah. your endurance has to be strong because yeah. the summit day particularly, and I think I'll hand over to Zach now because <laughs> your it was really kind of your first 
it was a lot of firsts, but I think the first time you ever did anything of that length and time and yeah. distance. And so, yeah, I would say your endurance has to be strong to carry you through probably the last five hours of the last yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That was the biggest struggle for me, I think. Yeah. I think just beforehand, because I'd only climbed um, uh, Penavan yeah, a couple yeah. of times. Um, so I think, yeah, when it came to, to doing the summit, yeah. I definitely, I don't want to give too much away on the film, you'll, 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 see, you'll see what happened. Yeah, you'll um, But that was the biggest struggle for me, um, yeah. mentally and physically, just, just, yeah. just to keep going, I think. Um, but you did it, mate, you dug yeah, deep. Yeah, you dug, yeah. You dug really yeah. deep, whatever, yeah. what, you know, we, we see this with a lot of Evertrackers, I think, you do get a lot of people who, who haven't done much, but they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're battlers inside. Yeah. You know, they're determined people, I think. That's what you, Dave, you always say about the mental side of stuff. Yeah. What is it? The ninety percent of the trek uh, track is mental, and the other ten percent is mental. And it's true. <laughs> but uh, but uh, honestly, though, it is a hundred percent. And I yeah, think yeah, yeah. I was struggling. Yeah, yeah. And me so, too. So, me so too. sort of, yeah. the, you know, all of us were, the yeah. last sort of yeah. five hours of that hike, I pretty much found we were kind of like together yeah. on yeah. the last bit, yeah, kind of at the back, and I could see that both of us were. It was a mental game, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If you took your thoughts, feelings, everything outside, you're just tired yeah. and your feet are just sore. Yeah. But once you kind of check out, you, it's a yeah. battle to not check out. Yeah. It's a yeah. battle to stay focused on yeah. keeping going. And, and I think that was the toughest part of it, I think, is training the mind. Yeah. And I think that the best way to probably do that, if I was going to give practical ad advice, would be start small, but have a mind to increase your distances yeah. and increase your yeah. time yeah. all the time. And it probably <laughs> wouldn't be a bad idea to take on a challenge that's a distance challenge, like we do the Glencoe challenge. The, yeah, you which, know, which would say it was just hard in its own right. Yeah, which is hard know. in its own right, but yeah. 26 miles, yeah. doing a, a, a big ultra trek or something, I think would give you that exposure to that mental side of the game. Would you agree? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, no, that's... that's Mate, you're getting, you're getting some love on socials. Hey. <laughs> you're getting some love. Do you know a guy called David Fitra? Oh, yeah. That's my father-in-law. <laughs> oh, really? You better say some nice things, then. <laughs> no, no. Um, Anne-Marie uh, mentioned Tube Count September, now terrified, then EBC with you guys next October. Um, no, Anne-Marie, it's certainly... I hope we're, we're, we're doing it justice by, by talking about it. It is... When we, whenever we talk about these challenges, you know, we always like to be in a big part. We, we, we don't want to hide anything from you. We, we want to just lay it out and say, right, th this is how it is. Mm -hmm. And certainly, yeah, when it comes to Tupcal and, and Everest Base Camp, they're both very difficult tracks, but they're not impossible. They're, they're more than achievable for everyday people. Um, you know, just get out there, pack on your back, do some training, um, go and enjoy yourself, and, and you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. The, the Tupcal one and the Everest Base Camp trip, I mean, they're both amazing trips that are over because of the cultures as well because you i know we always focus on getting to the summit and and, and doing that kind of stuff but actually like morocco is a beautiful country the culture's mm. nuts it's not all about the summit it's no. not yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> well, well we'll get into that later uh, pull it, no, not, not in there yeah <laughs> but um, actually and i think you were dead right but with amory yeah. there uh, amory you know you said you were like oh i'm frightened and stuff honestly i think yeah, that's the best attitude to have. You should be a little bit like apprehensive yeah. and a bit scared because that's what makes it an adventure. Yeah. If you were going and taking on something that you know you could do and yeah. you're just going out there to do it, that's wonderful. But if you're going out there and you're pushing yourself against your own fear yeah. and you're challenging yourself against your own fear and banking on yourself to win, then that's what really makes it an adventure. Mm -hmm. And I think if you come back and you're like, I was terrified, and but I pushed on and I did it, that's... That's really at the core of Evertrek, I think, is what we're about. It's taking yeah. like everyday people, turning yeah. them into 
savages. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're also called ever trackers, mate. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> or is it uh, just because we're yetis doesn't mean we're savages? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just because we're yetis doesn't mean we're savages. Uh, no, no. But uh, Kim Williams talks about a partner, Gav, better, um, about the beard. Um, better not. Gav would be jealous because I could probably grow a better beard than him. Fair dues, Kim. Um, if you can, mate, why not? Why not? Why not? Um, I think Marky e. V was asking about what kind of massive drinks bottle is that? Well, this, it's got some words of encouragement on there, Marky e. V, but essentially this gives me my, my two litres of water a day and it starts me at 7am, finishes at night. So I've got a good target for myself just so I can make sure. I always like reminders and I drink it throughout the day. So yeah, this means I get my two litres in just in case I'm just busy because busy throughout the day. I still get it in, mate, so yeah. Highly recommend it. It's just off Amazon, by the way. Mm. Um, but very good. Although, I won't talk about Amazon, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, if you use the code uh, BALSHFILER at Amazon, you get it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It shouldn't do that. It just shouldn't do that. Um, no, but you're right, isn't it? Yeah, what, what you're talking about there. Going back to the physicality, going back to the trip itself and, you know, going through and pushing yourself, it, that's, that's the way it should be. Yeah. Um, and, then it, and then, you know, afterwards, um, come back and tell us your story. It'd be nice to see what, what you thought of it. Um, and that's why we're here today to talk about what you thought of it. But do we, what do we think? Should we, should we get stuck into the, the premiere? Should we roll film? Because I think we'll, we'll do Q&As and things afterwards. <coughs> and I can clearly drink more from this big Shouldn't bottle. Shouldn't we have a little, like one of those, what are they oh, called? Oh, yeah, clapperboard. 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 Yeah. Ah, Steve, can tell you Steve, um, oh. <laughs> And <laughs> we got a clapperboard, right? So what, what's going to happen? We're going to um, we're going to roll the. You'll see the um, tube cow first ascent, and what is it about? Sixteen minutes long. Sixteen minutes and twenty six seconds. Sixteen and twenty six. So get the you know get comfortable, <laughs> uh, enjoy it, and then um, afterwards, then so you won't be able to hear us. Hopefully during that, you'll be able to watch it, um, and then we'll we'll come back afterwards, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll chat about it then, and we'll chat with Zach. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy. The guys have worked really hard on this. Um, yeah, thanks so much, Steve and Zach. Put it together. Roll the film. Okay, roll the film. Well, now that I've seen it, I um, it started to actually kick in. Like that, it's I've got to get up that, and it's enormous. Growing up, I remember enjoying hikes in the hills with my dad and my siblings. But over the years, it happened less and less as city life took over. I'd always wondered what it would be like to climb a real mountain, but the opportunity never arose. Until now. Mount Toubkal in Morocco stands at 4,167 meters, a manageable altitude for a beginner trekker. I've no idea how my body will react the top of Penavan in South Wales is the highest I've experienced to date, a mere 886 metres. What you're about to witness is a first-hand account of the biggest challenge of my life so far, my first ascent at altitude. I think now I'm getting a lot more excited. Um, the nerves are starting to sort of dissipate a bit and uh, you know once I'm on the plane and, and once I'm there I'm sure it's gonna be you know it's gonna be fine I've got a good group around me a good group of people that are gonna help me on the way really good support 
and yeah, I'm just gonna try and enjoy it and uh, experience some new, new things. arrived in Morocco and Marrakesh and um, yeah we've had a day of sort of sightseeing really it's been really nice to just to see the city see the culture it's all a completely new experience for me it's been a real sort of sensory overload but fantastic It's great being, you know, in Morocco in a different culture and just seeing all the all the sights. It's nice just to have this day of relaxation and taking in everything. You kind of acclimatize yourself to the country that you're in, which is really, really good. I literally just had a moment of realization. My heart just went boom, 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 boom. Looking at it. I love it. It's a great feeling, isn't it, that thing? The more you stare at it, the smaller it gets. I think it's the only problem. The only problem is we're driving towards it, so that kind of acts as well. I was going to say, I'll get a little bit bigger. It's incredible, though. Focus back! Yeah, good. The straw that broke the council's back. This thing is massive! Oh god! That gets terrified, isn't it? Just this. Just this to hold on to. I haven't got my crocs in four wheel drive, they're slipping off. I can see the mountain clearer from up here, though. Onward! Where are we actually going? <laughs> we made it. <laughs> Good camel. Oh, Well, now that I've seen it, I um, it started to actually kick in. Like that, it's I've got to get up that, and it's enormous. Like I mistook it for clouds when I first saw it. It's just, it's just there in the sky.
going through your head, sir? <laughs> what isn't going through my head? <laughs> yeah, just looking at it on here. Two color, 4,167. Yeah. It's going to be tough, definitely. But, yep, got to do it now. No turning back. <laughs> no turning back now. through the tracks. It was the highest I've been, um, sort of 2,000-ish uh, metres. And it does make a difference. You can feel the difference when you're breathing. It's it's almost sort of slightly harder to catch your breath. Um, so it's going to be interesting um, today and tomorrow. But no, it's... I'll make it. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Just, it's been slowly, oh, slowly been getting steeper. Mate, you're doing really well, honestly. It's like, a completely new thing for me. Almost a thousand meters today. Thousands, is it? Yeah, thousands. Thousand. Not bad, is it? Not bad. A thousand more to go. <laughs> well. <laughs> You know, earlier on it, it was alright, but then it kind of just kept getting steeper and steeper and steeper and um, yeah, my legs were getting quite tired after a while, um, but then the pace kind of slowed down then, which was nice. Then we sort of hit the snow line really, um, and uh, yeah, that was a great experience, kind of scary, um, sort of walking through the snow. camp the lodge um, and it's been a tough day really tough day um, yeah I um, definitely struggled through it um, I'm sure that you know people the other guys on the on the on the um, track with us didn't quite feel that, um, wouldn't have struggled as much as me um, but yeah I'm it was tough. Looking forward to the climbing the peak. But it looks hard. It looks steep. But yeah, we're gonna get a good night's sleep tonight and uh, yeah, early start in the morning.
How's it going? Zako! I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Spuddy. How are you? Ready to rock, mate. Ready to rock. Ready to rock and roll. Damn! I've got a light right in my eye. Cool, cool as a cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> this was a stupid uh, idea. <laughs> oh, God. Looks much easier up there. <laughs> It's something that's really out of my comfort zone, but I really want to do it. Um, it's something that I've been, I've been really looking forward to, but still quite scared about doing it. But I know that you know the team that we've got here, um, with Andy and Dave and all the other guys, that they're gonna, they're gonna help me on the way. Zach. I've fallen behind a bit. Just I can't keep up with the pace. I'm gonna be glad when I'm at the top though. Taken. It's the highest I've ever been. It's the furthest from home I've ever been. 
<laughs> oh, it's breathtaking. What the ascent or the view? The ascent was difficult, tricky. It made me question why I was doing it. But, yeah, it's definitely worth it. It's definitely worth it. Hey, hey. Yeah. how's it going? Good to see you, man. Right. Good to see you. Nice to yeah. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. How does it feel after Tukal? Great. It's yeah. Great, isn't it? great oh, feeling. Such a good, such a good experience. What was um, what was your, your 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 highlight? Give me a highlight. It's a good question. I think definitely number one highlight has got to be just getting to the summit. Yeah. I think those those last few steps getting onto the summit. Seeing the view. It's a nice view up there, isn't it? Yeah, a bit of swig of whiskey. <laughs> a wee dram. Yeah, a wee dram of whiskey. And how did you find the altitude? I know this is, you know, your first time altitude. Yeah, I think, honestly, the altitude didn't really affect me. Okay, nice. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I was I was a bit worried about it when beforehand, just because I'd never experienced yeah, yeah. something like that. But I don't, I didn't really feel much. Nice. Um, going up, nothing notable anyway. And what did you feel about the physicality of it? For me personally, that was that was the toughest thing, yeah. the the biggest obstacle. Um, just to get, I think you know, there was a point where I just had to stop and just kind of take things in. But you know, yeah. you just need a bit of a push, which which I did get from from the incredible team. It was a struggle, but it was it was really worth it in the end. And what's next? It's a good question. That's the first ascent. When's the next ascent? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, but whatever it is, I'm sure it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be great. It so, will. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, oh, that was that was emotional, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look. What's it say? Great. So it's finishing up. I'm just checking we're live again. Great. Yeah, that was. Um, yeah, I hope you you enjoyed that. Honestly, how, how did we bump into each other in a mountain like that? I was going to say that was I weird. You just sit there. What was strange <laughs> is, oh, mate, how's it going? And I, how lucky that someone left a camera. <laughs> That was amazing. <laughs> and um, we were in the same t-shirt you were at the beginning before you I know. It's yeah. amazing how it just, just the way it goes. I hope um I hope that was that was great, honestly, mate. it was really it's it's nice to to follow your your your, your journey on that. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. you know, I can see a few of your family members as well. It was it was it's quite, it's quite nice though, isn't it, to look back on. Yeah, it's nice just to you know get it out there because it yeah. I think it was quite a personal, personal experience, experience as you saw sort of halfway up. Yeah. Having that little little tear. Just a little oh, tear. Mate. Nothing um, wrong with but, tears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, past that point you just gotta push through, haven't you? But yeah. um yeah, I'm just I'm really happy that I did it. Yeah, yeah. Um just the, it, the feeling that you get when you get to the top is just incredible. Is so, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is that is that the sequel now, is it? Dave's uh, ascent. I, I'm gonna go back I'm gonna go back in December, I think. Are you? Yeah. Oh, I nice. think that's the plan. gonna do it. Yeah. yeah. Conditions would be very similar. Yeah, well I reckon I reckon yeah, yeah. I, I reckon I could do it. Um Yeah, definitely. You know, just uh one down, Zach, one down. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I didn't say that. Well <laughs> honestly it was a, uh, it was it was it was an amazing experience and, and from my perspective you win some, you lose some, that doesn't matter. I was so glad you got up there and the rest of the guys got up there. Honestly, it was something I, I thought when I 
before I'd ever turn back, I always thought that if I turned back, I'd just be so good that I'd be like, I wouldn't care what, how, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to know. But actually, I was waiting outside, like, yeah. and, like looking out the windows and looking for you guys to, come down, to come down. And I was just like, I, I was just praying yeah. like you all made it. And when you all made it, particularly you, Zach, as well, because it was, mm. I know how tough it was. Like, and I know the feelings like, yeah. What I really admired, actually, perhaps more about you on there, was your honesty. There was no bravado. I was going to say, and, and I, like, mean, I mean that. Right, yeah, a lot yeah. of people on a lot of treks, and probably myself included at times, have, been, have felt like that, but never actually talked yeah, yeah. about it. Right. And, and you just kind of suffer in silence. <laughs> and then when you get down, you pretend you're, well, it's fine. <laughs> you know? uh, no but actually, you showed the whole range of emotion, I think, there, from what it's like at the beginning, the yeah. exhilaration of the summit, um, and also life after. You know, and I, I, yeah. I think that's where the value is going to come. Mm. I think Carl is really proud of you as well. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's on it. He's, he's going he's gonna to get. Actually, that's, that's Gene. There's loads. Honestly, I wow. Think Sorry, it's just all kidneys on this. Line. Yeah, I it's think fine. It's, it's no, fine. No, I think lots of our ever trackers are on I, here. I think well, they, they they should be proud of you. And I I asked. Yeah. Um, and Joshua, brother. Yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was a it it's, it's good that they. It's cool that they hadn't seen it. Yeah. You didn't show me. Yeah, that is that is quite cool actually. No, no, so it's the first yeah. time. Yeah, first time. Yeah. I think Spud's on there as well. Spud, who was it was in there a little bit. You uh, couldn't catch it all, but watch it later. Well done, Zach. You were a star. He was there. On, on, on. <laughs> <laughs> he was there a little bit. I was, I was shining my light in his eyes. Um, but no, it is good. I, I hope it captures. As we, we go back to what we said at the beginning, you know, when it when it comes to to Tubecal, it's uh, you, you want to show it how it is, you know, and you can see it's 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 difficult stuff. Um, but it's achievable. I mean, like Zach said, you know, he hadn't done much training, hadn't done much things before that, but he went out there and he smashed it. Yeah. Um, and it was hard and it was tough, but he did it. Yeah. So, yeah, it, we, we hope that kind of captures that. And also, um, in maybe an introduction to why it's like that time of year, because, you know, that was in April, and which is pretty nuts. But you think, like, from November through to April, it's pretty much like that. I think um, there was one question. I think it was from Michael. That's amazing. Wilhelm is um, on here, no? Hey, we got the dads. Here he is. That's Willie. Hey, Willie, how you doing, mate? It's uh, Steve's dad. God, it's the dad show. God, where's my dad? My dad's not on Facebook. Your dad, your dad should be on, on it. Uh, he, well, is he on me, Facebook now? No. Oh, right. No, he uses my mum's account. <laughs> that's, that's brilliant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, they, uh, they they enjoyed it as well. Ah, oh, they got some good got some good comments. We'll definitely uh, save some nice stuff anyway. And uh, nice to see some comments from the Evertrackers as well. Thanks, guys. Uh, well done, Zach, Laura. Um, just going through. Uh, maybe uh, Michael. Michael was asking. Michael Gillies. Hey, Mike, how you doing, mate? Um, what time of year was that? So that was April. But yeah, if you're thinking of like winter conditions, although as Dave said, not necessarily winter temperatures. So winter conditions meaning you know, what's the terrain like? Yeah, cramped but it's still hot. Kind of um, but certainly when you get to um, you know three thousand meters at that time of year, it's it's, it's a crampon job definitely. Um, yeah. you, you could. You know, uh, we we had a question today. I think dropped in. Um, that we have from a customer this morning and mentioning. I think they were going the end of this year, asking about whether micro spikes or crampons would be useful because they they, they they don't want to go out and spend you know money on a pair of mountaineering boots. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a very good question because you know those, well, those type of boots can be quite expensive. We saw people on there with micro spikes. Yeah. Personally, I would say yeah. I do appreciate that you don't want to spend the money. But in terms of when you're, you do need the right equipment for the job. Yeah, I yeah. would have. I was far more confident having crampons. Yeah. But you don't necessarily have to buy mountaineering boots. You can no. get a um, 
uh, a crampon that will fit a normal hiking boot. Yeah. Um, so not quite a B1, B2 or B3. They have the, the toe clip that goes over the front, right? And then normally yeah, you yeah. have the, the wire welk at the back. Yeah. Well, these are a, like a, a, a clip on the front and yeah. the back and they will fit a standard hiking boot. And I think that... And they're, they're fine, aren't they? For like, what, what pair were yours? Scarpets? You just had hiking they boots, were, didn't you? They weren't high-end boots that were they? I had. No, I no. Um, Steve's are scarpets. Yeah, I can't remember what they were. Okay. Um, but they definitely weren't. So the crampons, yeah. obviously, fitted yeah. on. And yeah, they fit them fine. Yeah. So, if the micro spikes is all you have, then it can be done. Um, perhaps not in the serious winter conditions when you, you go in sort mm. of, you know, up to ankle height, maybe in snow. I would recommend getting some crampons because I just think if you need them, you need them and you should have the best yeah. equipment you can. Um, yeah. Do you know, a lot of people comment in there on, like, yeah. the, on the emotion of that. And it I think a lot of people, a lot of people, I think feel the felt how emotional it was, and that's what I re that's what I think you got from focusing on just like your trip. Yeah, you yeah, know, because you had to be journey. honest in front of the camera because, yeah, yeah. well, one, you're an honest guy, and I don't think you, I don't think you'd, you'd see the insincerity if you tried to. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, it was it was great to get that insight into yeah. into kind of your journey yeah. on there because, um, like you said, you know, I know we were all going through because that was our first trek after covid really thinking yeah, about it you yeah. know like we because of you know because everything's going on in the world um you know we i mean with the yeti team essentially we, you know we've been getting our ever trekkers on trips um and this was our first trip post covid since killy in into early 2020 so it was great for us to to get out there and, and see a bit of the mountains again looking at us we've been mainly eating i think between um, <laughs> i was just breathing out honestly <laughs> that one scene i was like <laughs> You know, I was I, like, I, wow. I, after watching some of that footage, I was like, man, I, we gotta, we gotta, I gotta get back on the horse, man. Not literally, that was cruel. But uh, wow. But no, it was, um, it was amazing. So, the, yeah, yeah. would you do it again, Zach? Would you do it? Would you go up to another high peak? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'd, I'd love to do that again, honestly. Really? Yeah, yeah. Just, just now I know sort of what it's You know what's coming. Yeah, but yeah, I just yeah. think the whole, the entire experience was yeah. just so enriching especially yeah. having the the time in i don't know if we're going to talk about it but uh, the time in marrakesh yeah, that was, that was before and after and just you know it's not just about climbing the mountains it's about the entire experience experiencing the culture and yeah. meeting new people yeah really it's good wasn't it it's, 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 it's a completely different world oh yeah and temperature yeah. yes because it's warm in marrakesh um you know you're looking for the shade aren't you essentially yeah. Yeah. even and luckily in, in in the medina and the the markets and the um yeah the souks yeah you know you're, you're undercover aren't you yeah but when you're out in the mountains and, and you're exposed to the heat and the sun, I think all of us, I think I remember coming back with some blisters. I, just, I, remember, I, I think really you had the same as well. I obviously didn't put enough sun cream on. So do that if you oh, get yeah. it. <laughs> I had a heat exhaustion. Yeah, never had it before yeah, in my yeah. life. Yeah. And I never, it was really strange because I thought the symptoms that I was having were related yeah. to just the antibiotics, but it wasn't. I, I, so stupid that I didn't really understand what heat exhaustion felt like. But yeah. the night, well, the morning that I turned back, and I went back into yeah. my sleeping bag. I couldn't stop shivering, yeah. even though I, signs, even though it was quite warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I honestly just thought that might be exhaustion. <clears throat> and it wasn't until I had to walk later on that day, and it was a yeah. frying pan. Yeah. And when I got, I didn't remember. I didn't even come down for lunch. I just sat in my yeah, bed you shivering. Were, you were tired, really drinking you? water. Yeah, 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 but it was, yeah. and it was the shivering. Well, That's always a sign that your, your body's, you know, strange. it's not right there, Dave. Yeah, definitely. it was really, it's really peculiar. But yeah. I would say that whatever time of year you go there. 
Yeah. Managing temperature is is a key thing you have to do. Like I would bring yeah. sun hats. I would bring perhaps one of those cool rags that you can dip in water and put around your head. Yeah. Because I know some people have just gone in July. Yeah. Um, and I think the temperatures were in the forties. Even, even high, even higher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which was it was doable, but it's just harder. And I think um, heaven, uh, heaven, Heather. Newman, uh, I've not done it in the snow, wondering if it would be easier underfoot than the scree. It's, it's a good shout, actually. I know mm. we've had a lot of Evertrackers do it not in the snow. And it was, um, the feedback was that, yeah, it's difficult underfoot. But if you've done any scrambling or on glacial moraine or, you know, mixed terrain, um, you'd be fine. I think the descent would probably be a bit harder. Um, it's quite slippery in, in the snow anyway, you know, it's quite zigzaggy. Um, you know, you can you could get some people who could go straight down, but it's a beastie on the knees. Um, you know, I did it for a little bit, and I was like, "Oof, that's taken out of my knees." Yeah. Um, but you obviously want to be careful because it can be quite slippery on there. So you, you know, you don't want to go too fast. Um, and the guides do kind of manage your pace and manage where you go anyway. Um, you know, just to keep you safe. Uh, there was another question as well because Heather. Um, yeah, I hope that answers your, your question, Heather. But. Someone asked around, I think it was Eileen, uh, we are going in March 23, can we hire crampons? Yeah, so the, the actual crampons and the ice axe, um, the team have them available for you. So if they, if they are needed, um, what they'll do is when you get to Marrakesh and then when you meet up with your guide, um, uh, when you get to Imlil, uh, Imlil Lodge, which is lovely. We stayed there, stayed there a few nights, didn't we? Um, and they will sort of go through that with you and find out exactly what you need. Uh, so you're not kind of up there without that equipment because, you know, safety safety's number one. Yeah. Um, when it comes to that. So yeah, um, should we go through some, some quick questions? Um, and then we'll, we've got a little bit of a, because we, we, we wouldn't want to release a film about something for our trackers, so we have got something coming in about five, 10 minutes. Um, but yeah, we'll answer some more questions because we've had heaps through on the, on the old yeah. WhatsApp. Um, so David uh, Fitro. Yeah, hey Dave. What whiskey were you drinking? No, he wants to talk about the descent. <laughs> Joshua, what oh, whiskey were you drinking? asking about the whiskey. Yeah, oh, what, what whiskey, 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 whiskey was that? It was I, my, I think it was, it was um, Tomatin whiskey from nice. up in, uh, yeah, yeah. not far from Aviemore. Uh, yeah, very, very good, good whiskey, very yeah. good. <laughs> Highly recommend um, it. Yeah, so David <laughs> Trekking question. Yeah, <laughs> David <laughs> David <laughs> Fitchell, talk about the descent a bit, please. So, I know to you, Zach. Yeah. How did you find the descent? Well, from the summit. Let's, Let's talk about the summit to Imlil, descent part one. No, summit to refuge. Refuge to Imlil. Yeah, I think the descent... You don't really, like, it just didn't, I didn't think about it. Like, really? when you're going up, yeah. you're like, I'm just getting to the top. And then you get to the top, and you're like, I've got to get down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I think it was, it was actually, I found it, I think it was harder for me, personally, just yeah. physically, just, just getting down. Um, I mean, surprisingly, the, the, I was worried about using the crampons, yeah, yeah. just to say that, but... Um, once we had the demonstration at the start of the yeah, of yeah. the of the peak, it was the, they were easy to use. But yeah, I just it was it was a little bit tricky coming down. But the the guides were awesome at sort of pacing us and and, and giving us breathers and yeah, keeping us safe. So yeah, yeah no, it was it, it was tricky, but you know, yeah. it had to be while, done. It? Yeah. <laughs> a few hours. Yeah. And then what was it like back from the refuge down to Imlil? I know that I know it's a long way, isn't it? And the same. Especially on the weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. That was. I think you really feel the heat. Yeah. Like just. It was just. Yeah. I mean, I was all right. Sort of at the start of it, and then towards the end, I just. I really struggled. But that's just my own personal fitness. <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely beforehand, I would. I would definitely do a bit more training than I personally did. Yeah. Um, going up Penavan and stuff. 
just just from <laughs> leg muscles and yeah, stuff. Because yeah. I definitely felt it afterwards. Well, yeah. it is. You but think of it. We went thirteen hundred meters up yeah. the day before. Yeah. And then say we finished. I think I can't remember if it was about five o'clock, maybe yeah. half five, something yeah. like that, wasn't it? And then the morning after, you pretty much got a thousand meters up. Yeah. Then a thousand meters down, yeah. and then the thirteen hundred meters back down to Imlil that same day. Yeah. Um, you know. So yeah, it's 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 definitely a beast. Yeah. But again. We, we talk about why we do these things mm. and you know you certainly feel like you've achieved something oh, yeah, when you're down yeah, yeah. you know and I it's like it was only 1300 meters long <laughs> um <laughs> it is a very long day and it's just hot rock beneath your feet which reflects the heat back up at you yeah it yeah. did feel like inescapable <laughs> because there's no shade yeah um so i think my personal lessons would be temperature management you know i would do a lot Big more time. to look after Big that time. And um, hydration is key. We talk about it a lot anyway, but I think anytime you go to a hot country, yeah. the problem amplifies itself like sevenfold. You need to really, really, really drink a lot of water. And I think yeah. I struggled to do that, which I think was part of the, the problem. <coughs> Should have had one of these, man. Mate, I need a. I know you need you need, 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 a, need a mule need a to carry that thing. <laughs> but um, honestly, I, I yeah, it was. I think hydration and you know temperature management, doing a lot more to keep cool and yeah. Yeah. and stuff like that would have been key. But I distinctly remember towards the end, probably only about an, an hour, hour and a half from the end of the trail. That was me and Zach were just like. When you sick on the way down? No, that was me. That was you. Uh, sorry, mate. That's one there. There's one there. Out again. Yeah, sorry, no, Dave. That was because I started. To, I, it was, it again, started, it was you, the when you're exhausted, your body just—it's trying to do loads of different things, isn't it? Yeah. Is well, it? that was because I just pulled over to the side of the trail a little bit, sat down, yeah. and honestly, I thought about food. Really? I was on. I, I, I'd been feeling oh. sick for a while anyway um, because of the temperature and antibiotics. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember sitting there and I thought about the meal for some reason at the end, and just the the thought of it just you know it was too much <laughs> yeah but uh but it was good though like i i honestly oh, feel like yeah. me and zach went through uh we went through a real thing together in those last yeah. two hours like we yeah we were like <laughs> just, just got away <laughs> but honestly i think uh, probably some people are going to be listening to that but it's 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 an experience like i said it was yeah. i'm going to go back and do it again yeah. so it couldn't have been that bad um, well, it's an awesome place to be, isn't it? I mean, the, yeah, the yeah. physicality and the challenges, you know, um, if, if, you, if you're into that, <laughs> while Steve smashes up the tech, um, yeah, if you're into challenges, it's, it's, it's definitely, definitely for you. Yeah, um, 100%. 100%. I think some longer days walking and hiking and yeah. trekking, yeah. and I'm talking be out for like 10 hours, yeah. do a real, you know, a lot of ascent, a lot of descent. And do that multiple times, and yeah. I think that'll that'll solve pretty much all your problems because it's about building the endurance. Yeah. One of the things we really felt, and we we all talked about it, was not doing that much over the COVID period, diving yeah. straight back into work, squeezing in training where we could, mm -hmm. and then doing that trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps it was. Um, yeah, you've got, you've got to made, put the time in, haven't you? You've got to put the time in. So I think, yeah. like any trip, what it did was it re-energized my feelings towards. No, no, if I book a trip, I train yeah. for it. Yeah. You know, I take it seriously. I have to find the time in my life yeah. to train every day, every week, leading up to it. Or maybe not every day, but most days. Um, well, we got, well, we got, we got a few questions I want to tackle um, before we, we've got about another 10, 15 minutes. It's going to go beyond an hour today, I feel. 
um, but won't try and keep you too long. But before we do, um, because we've released this um, this premiere, um, we wanted to do some kind of offer for you guys because I know we got a lot of people who are interested in, in doing TubeCal, and you know we, we thought what we can do because you know TubeCal is we got the four day and we got the eight day, so this is for both trips, and we thought we'd try and change up a little bit. So we come up with because we know you guys like a good T-shirt. And uh, we've come up with a nice little design um, that basically it's got a, uh, I mean, actually, Steve, can you bring it up on the screen? Um, is it up now? Oh, nice, legend. So this is uh, basically a little cool little t-shirt. Now, you can't even yep. buy this at the moment. Um, it's from a wonderful artist who uh, Dave knows. Yeah, yeah, no, great, great artist. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was commissioned um, for us. So as yeah. you can see, it's got the... Uh, it's like, it's a, the, it's like, a, like the, the Evertrek buff. You can the, see it. The, that, that, they are truly kind of unique, and I think yeah, an amazing, um, amazing T-shirt. It's but, nice, but not for not for public consumption right now. You know, you have to you have to be quite special. Well, this is it. Something you you got to do something to get that, right? You have. Um, <laughs> so yeah, basically, if over the next seven days we're doing a, a bit of a promotion. So if you do book onto a TubeCal trip over the next seven days, and you use the code Zach. Hey. hey. That's uh, so Z A C H. <laughs> Um, you put that in and uh, you'll get that uh, t-shirt sent to you. It also says, I'm an Evertrekker on the back as well. Yeah. Um, so I'm an Evertrekker and you've got this wonderful little piece of uh, art on the front. Yeah. Um, and not only that as well, if you do book on over the next uh, seven days, you get £50 off each trip. So if you book on the eight day, uh, £50 off that and same with the TubeCal Weekender. So yeah, we'll, we'll be putting the details out in the group uh, over on Facebook as well and pushing out on email. But just wanted to let you guys know because you've been here, you made the effort, you put in the time to watch the live today and um, to watch the premiere as well. So I want to tell you guys first, um, just before we, we send out that. So yeah, like I said, £50 off, uh, use the code Zach, Z-A-C-H. Um, I say I'll be putting it and you get one of these three t-shirts, we'll send that out to you as well. Yep. Um, yeah, and like I said, you can't even buy these yet. So they are limited edition at the moment. Um, I don't we thought that'd be a one. cool little bonus. Exactly, Dave. No, we don't even have one, I want one. Well, you got to book on TubeCal. I know, yeah. Do I sell it? <laughs> well, well, I will. And you know what? I'm going to use code Zach yeah. <laughs> to get on there. But, um, brilliant, brilliant. Well, should we, um, should we tackle some of these questions well, before actually, we finished? I've got a question for Zach. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've always been curious what was going through your mind. You know, in that point when in the video when you like you said, oh, I didn't even realize I was crying. There was a little, like, smile, and then there's this... <laughs> like, what was going through your mind at that point? Keep a brave face on, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I just, I don't really know, because I just, I, I just didn't really, I didn't realise, but it was, yeah. it was just so, I don't know, a, a lot was going through my head. I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking about my bed. <laughs> I was a bit of a hobbit in that situation. I felt like Bilbo. I was like thinking of my books and my armchair. Um, but, exactly, yeah, yeah, that's a quote now. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it was just so hard to, to push through that and just, I was so out of my comfort zone, I think. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when you get to that point, you know you've got to do it. So I just, just have to put a brave face on and, and keep going. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I'm glad I kept going. But you did, you did yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. Yeah. Two down. <laughs> <laughs> no, because... Um, <laughs> well, just, um, just going through then. Um, how many days? I think this was from Anna Marie. Um, holy moly, how many days was this climbed in? That was actually on the weekender. So that was only four. But actually, you're trekking. So you arrive in, in say, Marrakesh on the, the Friday. You head up to Imlil. 
The next day then you start your trek and then you're all the way up to the refuge. Then the next morning you go up to the summit, back down to the refuge, back down to Imlil and then um, back to uh, back to Marrakesh. Mm. So yeah, it's, it's quite a quick one. The eight day trip is, is, is six days of trekking than that. So it's a little bit more chilled, but um, still, you know, still similar amount of, 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 of challenge, uh, definitely. Uh, but you do get to see a lot more of the Atlas Mountains. Um, that's for sure. So yeah, um, good, good question. Yep. Uh, <laughs> This is one for Zach. Bri, what was it like trekking with two Yeti legends? Who are they? Oh. You are legends, aren't you? No, it was amazing. No, honestly, no, it was great because I mentioned in there just having, having the team yeah, yeah. and you guys. That's just so important yeah. to have people behind you who've got your back and just, just giving me that push that I needed because yeah. I did need that. I was a long um, way behind you when you got to the Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> I had Andy behind me. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I think that's extremely important from from my yeah. point of view. In the shoes that I was in at, at that point, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, mate, you know you you did really well. I mean, you kicked ass. You know, you you I, again. I know you know uh, on the film it, it talks about you know when you were at your low points and then you were trying to pick yourself back up. And it was yeah. obviously a pleasure to to be with her, sure. be there with you. You know, at all times. Mm. Um, but it was yeah, it was it was it was a great journey. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't wait to go back to the Atlas Mountains. To be honest, it's got it's got one of those. It's got a, definitely got a draw. Um, it's something about it. I think um, you know. Yeah, you know, we say this about lots of places, but maybe it's just the mountains as a whole. But you know, when you go to Nepal, um, you know, I know Steve. When we did base camp in eighteen, there's there's certainly something that stays with you. Yeah. Um, you know, but I get that feeling in the Atlas Mountains as well. I, I think because they're quite rugged, they're quite. Um, you know, quite steep in places as well. Like you look at, you like, oh, I want to climb that, I want to climb that. You know, it's quite epic. Um, yeah, and it's definitely going to be a popular trip over the next few years for our ever trackers. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. I mean, I, I can't wait to go back. Yeah. Um, December. December. Yeah, I'm going to go back in December. Yeah. Might bump into Dave. Might bump into me. Yeah. You <laughs> never know. You never know. But like, I, um, it was funny because when I came back, uh, uh, you can do the eight day next time. You're going to do it. And yeah. I was thinking, no, no, no. The board has to be set exactly as it was <laughs> the oh, first yeah. time, and uh, and I want to go back and I want to I want to get it done. Um, and it's got to be winter as well for me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. So, someone has said, uh, Dave, Darren Borshier, what's the snow like at the end of November? Yeah, good question. Um, yeah, hey pretty, Darren, how you doing, mate? Pretty, pretty decent snowfall at that time of year. To be honest, you're sort of getting into peak winter. You yeah. know, I would say December, January, probably peak I'd winter. Say, yeah, but it's definitely going to be snowfall there. Probably a little colder. bit more than we experienced. Yeah, because technically, when we went, it was more of a end of winter, start of spring sort of trek. Yeah, so it was almost like a, you know, a tale of two temperatures. Really, it was. Yeah, well, not temperatures, but you know, you, it was draw you would you wouldn't have had any idea there was snow within 100 miles of you would you and then all of a sudden you get to this really it's yeah i don't know it's just a line yeah and it's like it's like i was trekking through a desert environment (laughs) line snow and you're like what yeah Yeah, so it is like that and probably the snow line will be a bit further lower down i think you'll get to it a bit earlier i think yeah it's november's hit or miss because i remember before because we did this in april but because of the um, you know, the border closures and everything in, in, in Morocco, we were actually due to go to in November. Uh, that was where we, what we chose to, to do, to film to film this, essentially. Um, and yeah, it didn't work out. Um, it was kind of meant to be to go in April. But yeah, I, I think November would be a great time. I mean, all the research we did, you know, you're, you're certainly, um, you're more chance in the December and, and, and January 4, I'd say, 
winter conditions, but November's a, definitely a great time because yeah. you're kind of on the shoulder of it, really. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, definitely. And I think Shona made a good question as well. Is there any reason you don't have treks April, May and June? I guess weather would be better than full winter or summer heat. Yeah, it's because we, we, you're right, because we went in April. To be honest, we, we were trying to, when we, when we chose the two times, we wanted to try and have one of the best conditions and different conditions. Um, we wanted kind of more one to be winters and then one to be in the summer. But you're right, as time goes on, you know, we might release more dates. Now, especially now we've, we've kind of, ex you know, experienced it. Yeah. Um, and we've had, you know, feedback of, of the winter and people loved it. And the same with the summer. Obviously, different, totally different um, trips, really, in terms of the, uh, what you're going to see and, and, and the temperature. But, yeah, well, well certainly, once we, um, you know, we will be putting more dates on the shoulder dates, if you like. So not necessarily summer, but yeah, Shona, it's a good question, mate. Yeah. Because we, um, you know, well, we, I suppose we just didn't want to put dates the whole year. Yeah. Um, you know, we want to fill some groups, if you like, if that makes sense, and try and get some That's some nice groups going. Pretty much it, yeah. We don't want to flood yeah. it with, because if we, if we end up with, say, 200 trips a year with two people on each of them. Exactly. We yeah, want to fill yeah. the groups out. So yeah. we choose the best times of year in both seasons. Yeah. And then any, you know, intermediate ones is just, uh, they, they crop up intermittently. Yeah. Um, I saw another question which was uh, quite interesting. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Dave Rimmington. Oh, no, Dave Rimmington says maybe him and Leah will do it after Crimbo. Yes, do it, Dave. Do it. Yeah. 100%. Um, <laughs> Nick Howler only just joined. Will the film be available after this? Oh, hey, Nick. How's it going? As soon as Steve presses stop. It should save. It should save, right, Steve? <laughs> and then you go back to the beginning. The live stream will save. Yeah. Yeah, we need to upload the film separately. But you can watch... This whole thing, so good good with Facebook. Excuse me. Uh, once we finish the live, it does kind of save. So, yeah, we like every Tuesday tune-in that we do, um, we do put it up on YouTube as well. Um, I mean, we do upload the audio onto the Mountain Malarkey podcast, um, usually by kind of Thursday-ish. Uh, Thursday uh, should be done. Um, so, yeah, if, you, if you, you can watch it, your heart's content. Or just watch the replay on, on Facebook because it's there for everyone to, to see. Yeah. I, we, we were looking at it, actually. I think... It's, it's kind of nuts stats, but you actually, 80% of people don't actually watch it live, which is a bit mad. Hello um, to the non-livers. <laughs> I was going to say, hello to everyone. No, no, no. It's, it's obviously great to, you know, we, we obviously love people who are on the live and, and engaging with you and chatting with you. Um, you know, that's, we love that as part of the community. Yeah. Um, but obviously we understand that, you know, this is midweek, you know, not everyone can watch it. So we hope, we, we try and, you know, make it as accessible as possible because we hope this information, um, you know, this video can, can maybe help answer a question or two. And, you know, can, can take those barriers down. You can go off and smash it. Um, <laughs> look, at James has just popped in. What film is this? Been off the grid for a couple of weeks. James, you've missed out, mate. Missed out. Uh, yeah, he's been on the, I think, the Kingsleden in Sweden. The King's Trail. Absolutely awesome. Oh, really? Which, which, which James? James Ashley. Oh, right. Yeah, I yeah. thought you meant Tembo for a second. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, I should have clarified. Yeah. James Ashley. Hey, James, how you doing, mate? Welcome uh, back. Hope the legs are recovered. Awesome. There is um, one uh, big question here from Steve Hobson. Okay. Um, who said he's in the, he's on the November Tupacal Weekender. Awesome. Um, asking about boots and crampons and how technical yep. it is. Um, nice. Uh, using it as prep for Ultimate Island Peak. <coughs> and asking the same question, please. One pair of boots for the three yep. feet. And then... Uh, how do we get round the look of it? So basically, there's a couple of things packed in there. So yeah, with yeah. regards to the technical aspect of Mount Tupacal, not very technical at all. Um, it's very steep. Yeah. We'll say that. So it is, you know, so a lot of the times you will see people with like trekking poles and ice axes to help them get yeah. up and down. 
um, boots. Um, I would say there's probably I would recommend two different. I don't think you can do mountain tube cal with just a trekking boot, right? And a yeah, and yeah, a, and a and normal Zach and like Steve, Zach did. Lot the boys did, yeah. yeah. However, not uh, not Island Peak. Island Peak, we'd recommend yeah. a B two um, as Definitely. a um, as a minimum. So you are going to need to get that. Um, with regards to the look of weight limit, so it is a bit tricky when you do the mountaineer and yeah. stuff because if you, the more you bring, obviously the more weight you've got. Um, but you are able to rent a lot of the technical equipment, so um, you know all of the harnesses, helmets, ice axes, all of that stuff can be rented, so you don't have to carry that. With yeah. regards to the boots, um, a lot of people, yeah, they do bring their own mountain boots, although mm. they can also be rented. Um, and I think yeah, it's just one of those you've got to be a bit more ruthless if you want to bring mm. two pairs of boots. You know that's. And sadly, there's no easy answer for it. But we did write a blog about that, um, look at weight limits and stuff like that. So maybe... Yeah, we did. Who's on the questions today? I don't think we've mentioned that, have we? I know, sorry. I mean, we've been doing all this. I think the girls are on there. Um, I think it's uh, Vicky and Jody. Yeah. Vicky and Jody? Nope, then. Then. Oh, no, they have headphones on. Of course they have. Yeah, they'll hear it in a second. <laughs> in a second, it'll come through. And they'll go, hello. Yeah, so maybe yeah. they'll put something on. But hopefully that's kind of um, covered that off for you, mate. Yeah. Um, it would be good training, at least physically. Um, for Island Peak, yes, um, definitely in terms of the endurance and what it's going to be like to climb a steep mountain with crampons. So it's going to really do you some good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the equipment, like I said, you probably need a different pair of boots. Yeah, and I think that weight limit thing is always a always a challenge. I think the especially because you need it because when you're on the expeditions, the equipment you need, you've got to take it right. And the 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 disadvantage is especially if it's overweight and and you know your your bag might have to come on on the next flight. Um, you know, if it's too heavy, but then I always go on. If you need it, you need it. Um, and if you, if you, you know, maybe wear your heavy boots. I'd say on. If, if you're bringing two pairs of boots now, mm. uh, you've got your mountaineering boots, you've got your trekking boots. If you do bring the heavy ones, wear them. So you know, you've yeah. got you, you know, they're heavier. Chuck the other ones in your bag. Hopefully, you can get on. If not, it will it will eventually catch up with you. It's not ideal, I know. But just thinking about these expeditions, and obviously, we always say, you know, if you can pack, as you know getting in 15 kgs happy days but sometimes if you do need the stuff you need it um i remember when i take uh, you know my camera gear um steve when we went up there and and you know you're, you're taking your, your tripod and you know especially if you're doing any stuff like that and you maybe you, you've got a few lenses you know it adds up obviously you can carry it but you know most of it you put in your bag but try and um you know get it down as much as you can but don't just go up there with trekking um with trekking boots and don't just go up there with mountaineering boots because they're, they're quite different, the trekking part and the, and the mountaineering part. Um, but also as well, if you don't want to spend loads of money on the mountaineering boots, you can hire them locally. So you can get them in Shukung, which is just at the base of Island Peak. So just to put that there, if you just want to wear your trekking boots then, so you haven't got ex extra weight, you can just hire them up there. Obviously, they're, they're going to be you know, secondhand, um, but they'll be suitable for the, for the trip. Um, yeah, good question though, Steve. Um, yeah, I think we've, we've got to answer a couple more. We've got, uh, we've got a little bit of time, and then we'll kind of finish up. Um, <laughs> Nick Howard. Oh, let's have a look. What we got? What we got? Nick, I think, can you get a T-shirt if you're already booked on a trip to Tupacal? Nick, I knew someone was going to ask that. Um, oof, we'll have to see. <laughs> because we've, um, I mean, this was just around the next seven days, but we'll have a think and get back to you on that, Nick. Um, what else we got? Uh, for Killy. How do you find out how much the, the kit is? Uh, that's from Alicia for Killy. I think we got a um, a list and we have the rental cost for equipment for Killy. Yeah, yeah. So if you drop um, the um, best thing you can probably do is just drop the guy drop the guys yeah. an email. So uh, drop an email to info at Um and because you won't be able to rent 
100% of everything you need. So let us know whether it's poles, sleeping bag, duffel bag, that type of thing. Yeah. And we can let you know 100% um, what those costs are going to be. Simple. Nice. Uh, and last one, where in the UK would you suggest as practice? You know what? Just just getting out. Just getting out anywhere, whether it be, you know, if you're in Scotland, if you're in Wales, if you're in England, Northern Ireland, you know, wherever you are in the world, I think it's just good just to get out and, and do some hiking. Um, as Dave said earlier on, you know, and, and maybe we, we found this out afterwards because we realised our legs were, were beasted, especially on the descent. You know, if you can get out maybe once a week um, and then kind of build up to it, you, you, it's not going to be such of a surprise to your body. Uh, your muscles aren't going to be as destroyed. You're not going to be as exhausted. As long as then you stick to, you know, you, you're eating enough food, keeping your energy up, you're drinking enough water, you know, you're going at a good pace, you know, take it slow because your altitude, even though you're not at like uh, extreme altitude, you still have altitude, you're still going to notice it. Um, but just get your body in a good place, ready to go. Yeah. Um, and then we go back to what we talked about, about the mindset. The body is obviously massively important. You know, we, as a professional trekking company, you know, we always say do as, as much as you can, but don't overdo it. Um, you know, with the training, but keep keep your mind in a positive space as well, um, and go out there and enjoy it. Um, Zach, I, I mean, I come back to you. You know, I I know you you found it hard, but I can tell you, kind of type two enjoyment maybe. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, <laughs> you know, definitely, it was, yeah, it was enjoyable for you. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, yes, no, it was, yeah, no, it was yeah. just, it was just, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was well worth it as you saw when I got to the top, yeah. um, and just, yeah, it's just an amazing achievement for me. Personally, just because you know, I'd never done anything like that before in my life. Um, but I'm glad I got. <laughs> I'm yeah. glad I did. Glad I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, look, great stuff. Any any final words, Dave? I always I always leave the final word with you. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> Throwing you. you know, it's again. funny because I wasn't expecting to end there. Normally, I try and start thinking about I this. Know, and like I know. 20 I know. Seconds, I almost before the end. Yeah. Uh, no, honestly, I hope everyone really enjoyed the video and yeah, watch yeah. that. Watch Zach's experience. Um, you know, it was amazing to be out there and, and do it. And I know that it was a very honest and real portrayal of what it's actually like to yeah. be out there and do the Tupacal Summit. So mm -hmm. I think if it is, if you watch that video and it struck a chord with you and you want to go out and do it, then 100% I'd encourage you to do it. Because I know from trekking with this man here that it's yeah. it was it's worth doing. It's yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, who knows what it might lead on to, right? Yeah. Exactly. Who knows, Zach? Where's it going <laughs> to... <laughs> yeah. No, great stuff. Well, look, uh, thanks, guys. Uh, hope that's uh, been great. And, um, yeah, we'll be back next week. Something a little bit different. It might not look like uh, Good Morning Britain, but um, <laughs> that's what it feels like today. Like Good Morning Britain with trekking style. Uh, but, no, I hope that's been really, really good. And, uh, yeah, thanks, Steve, for setting up all the tech today. Video guy, Steve. Um, video guy, Steve. Yeah. Video guy. Sexy, Sexy business, mountain lion. Um, yeah, and thanks, Zach, nice. coming in. Thanks for having me. Uh, no worries at all, and we'll we'll catch you next week, guys. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye. Awesome. So I hope you enjoyed the uh, another episode of the Mountain Malarkey podcast. Um, yeah, that was something a little bit different, wasn't it, from the Tuesday tune in? But I yeah. hope you enjoyed it. I must say, you were brilliant on that episode, Ant. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, mate. Thanks. Now, but if uh, if you've enjoyed it, don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Um, you know, all these uh, podcasts we put together, the episodes trying to reach as many people as possible and if it's helped you leave us a lovely review um and yeah we'll see you again next week yeah all the best guys bye